All right, it's 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 happening. It's happening. It's happening right now. Someone is not holding a microphone. That's fine. It's try calling it. <laughs> that was a really dumb joke, but I enjoyed it. Uh, oh, yeah, right here. Go. Good call. Okay. Back. We're everyone. We've done it again. Three's a crowd. From the Chuck Barris stages in Hollywood, California, it's Three's a Crowd. The game that determines who knows the husband best, his wife or his secretary. Now let's meet the husband. Welcome to Bottle Episodes. I'm David Piccolomini. I'm Daniel Crow. And back for a second time. Pamela Ross, hi. I think I think we've technically kidnapped you for this. I'm being held hostage. Our original our original guests didn't show up. And you were kind enough to sit through two episodes of Three's a Crowd. I'm in Ridgewood. Uh, I don't know the exact address because <laughs> I can't remember it now. There's a doctor. <laughs> <laughs> There's a doctor that provides medical services on the first floor. All right. Well, now I know which. Yeah, we, I guess we have to release these two in order. No, put one. Put the first one in the vault. Don't release it for months. <laughs> <laughs> if you guys want that, that one's Patreon exclusive. You only get the second episode. All the callbacks will be useless. There's important mythology. That's yeah. I believe in building a strong mythology around bottle episodes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, speaking of mythology, this show is made by a legend. Yeah, I guess you can use that term for him. <laughs> I mean, he is technically like a TV legend. Yeah, yeah. A lot of that legend of his is of his own building, and not true. Well, but also the Gong Show. Yeah. No. Okay. So <laughs> Chuck Barris made Three's a Crowd. He created it. He was the producer. He created the dating game, the newlywed game. He created and hosted the gong show. If you've ever seen Confessions of a Dangerous Mind, it's a biopic about him uh, where he claimed he was a CIA agent. It's like a fake biopic. No, it's based on a biography he wrote about himself. But he claims that the biography he wrote about himself is fake. I thought he always stood by it and other people were like, no, that's made up. No, he, he it, it's confusing because he keeps going back and forth on. Well, not, or not anymore. He's dead. Well, OK, but well, now he is uh, <laughs> waffling for eternity. That's his own hell. Yeah. It's, he has to live in a world where simultaneously he has lived that extremely cool life and has not. Schrodinger's game show producer. <laughs> well, that's a podcast. We've done it, guys. Good yeah. job. Two minutes in. <laughs> anyway, so three's a crowd. Who would say? Actually, Pamela, you want to explain what it's about? We just watched yes. it together. OK, so it is a it's a game show. Where they invite uh, a man and his secretary and his wife on, and they—it's about like quizzing the it's, wife and the secretary on things they know about the guy. It's like it's similar right? to the newlywed game in that it's like yeah. they ask one person the question in a vacuum, mm-hmm. and then they bring out. Oh, and what's different about it is they bring out. So they bring out like they ask the guy all these questions, right? And then they bring out the secretary. And ask the same questions and see if it matches. And compare. And then uh, they bring out the wife, ask the same questions and see if it matches the husband's. And whoever has more matches with the husband wins points for their for team. team. It's the team of secretaries versus wives. Yes. And whichever team has the most points at the end wins wins. $1,000 they have to to split split three ways. ways. (laughs) Which is weird even then because you're splitting it 330. Just one... Uh, do they like give the last penny to whoever won the most points? No, that or? penny goes straight into Chuck Barris's <laughs> cocaine fund. <laughs> he uses that penny to cut up cocaine. Yep. Because I think we should get into the background of this show and Chuck Barris. Chuck Barris was hugely successful at the time with all of these shows. To the point when they introduced Three's a Crowd, they say it's from the Chuck Barris studio. He had built his own studio where he was filming all of his game shows. I love the idea that uh, like that just means that regular studios were like, we're not putting this demon yeah, show that's probably also on our part air. Of it. And it's like, fuck you, I'll make my own studio. We'll do whatever we want, CBS. But like, Bears was producing hit after hit, but was also at the time, notably, out of his mind on cocaine. Like, if you watch the gong show, in between... Which I often do. Yeah, I you, think we all watch the you gong know, show. As, yes, of course. You know, they played it uh, they played reruns on the game show network when I was a kid, so I've seen it. As he introduces every act, he is continually just touching his nose. Is he really? He's just he's just like the whole time he's bringing people on stage, and he's clearly just done a line and then come out to introduce the <laughs> next act. I've just ripped one. Now watch this guy rip it up with juggling chainsaws. Yeah. So he's he's out of his mind at this time, Espe- especially if he's actually saying the things 
that he wrote about in Confessions of a Dangerous Mind. If he's like saying to people these wanna, things, you want to tell us? You want to tell the audience what Confessions of a Dangerous Mind is about? Yes, it's about him saying that he was working for the CIA and that he was making these game shows with the CIA. Like you would, you would go on the dating game and you would win a prize that would be like you would go on a date with the Bachelor, or whatever. And then he would have to escort them, and they would send them to like Russia, where he would go and escort them and go do missions while he was in Russia and stuff like that. Not probably not true. Probably. I do love this idea of the gating, dating game where they're like, and now you get to take a romantic trip to the Kremlin. Yeah. So was, what was his diagnosis? I guess is my question. 70s. His diagnosis was <laughs> 1970s. It was doing a lot of cocaine and probably Short, borderline. Yeah. Okay. I was like, not to be rude, but I was like, what's wrong with him exactly? Well, he like, made threes clearly, a crowd. Clearly the cocaine <laughs> is part of it. So at the time, like he's making hit after hit after hit. So mm-hmm. that he can get anything he wants on the air. But Three's a Crowd is such a bomb that the network cancels all of his shows. Literally all of his shows. All of them are gone as soon as this show is on the air. They don't want to deal with him anymore. And I truly believe from the bottom of my heart that when the proposal for Three's a Crowd came across the desk of someone at the studio, they were like, green light it because this is going to be so poorly received that we can eliminate our relationship with Chuck Bears without having to answer any questions. Because I would imagine he was a nightmare to work with in every conceivable way. And you couldn't just fire him because he was making a bunch of money. You needed a reason. And this was clearly the reason. I would believe that for sure. Yeah, that makes sense. Because we were looking it up and so like the United Auto Workers protested this show. <laughs> that is true. Like there's nothing even anti-car about it. <laughs> like, they just went out of their way like we're we're not kidding. We looked this up. We, we couldn't find any more information about it other right. than they did protest. There's like a picture of it protest. We're not sure why they protest, just that they did. <laughs> because did they consider it like morally indecent? Oh, everybody considered it morally indecent. That was really like a guy. It's a huge part of it being canceled, <laughs> I would yeah. imagine, or being poorly received. Literally, though, this is one of the few shows where feminists and conservatives were like, this has to be off the air. Yeah. We cannot allow. Because it wasn't just Aww. the United Auto Workers. There were a lot of people protesting this show. <laughs> a lot. It was an affront to so many people. <laughs> so a, many different demographics. Society as a whole was like, we gotta, we can't do the actively cheat. What are we, French? We can't. Yeah. This show in France would have crushed. Are you oh, kidding me? Oh, it's on its 30th season there. <laughs> I honestly and everyone's open about the fact that they're sleeping with their secretaries and their wives. Yeah, there. no, yeah. it's an actual, it's a more active love competition in France. It's like who actually knows you better? Who cares more about? You could do it with every. You could do. Uh, I'm really now. I'm just building the show out in France. I I honestly loved Three as a Crowd. I really enjoyed the show. You should bring it back. You should revive it. They, they did. Tri- they they tried. did. They tried. <laughs> In the, the early 2000s, the Game Show Network did one season of Three's a Crowd, but they didn't just stick to secretaries and wives. It was just like, who knows you better, your best friend or your girlfriend? They would just do different relationships. Like boyfriend or right. ex-boyfriend. But so I don't it, think the questions were as overtly like, are you two currently in a relationship? <laughs> yeah, this show, like, I don't, the only reason this show wouldn't last is because I don't think you could have gotten people to do this show. I don't know why anyone agreed to do this show as it stands. They all look like they're there by court order. Well, that's the most baffling thing about the premise is that anyone agreed to it. Yeah. To do the format of the show. Yeah. It was just like, how much did you want to be on TV that you were like, I have a wife and a secretary sold? (laughs) Yeah. I sort of understand that the wives and the secretaries can make a little bit of money. There's some incentive for them in $333. Adjusted for that was more in the 70s. It's like $1,500 or whatever. It's, it's, <laughs> it's not nothing, but it's not enough to lose your marriage, your job over. I just, but I just liked, I, I just, Pahela's face just was like, oh, that's not enough money. But, <laughs> I mean, again, I just, the, in, <laughs> the risk of divorce is so high. Yeah. But then why are the husbands doing it? Because they stand to lose the most, right? Yes, and gain nothing. Well, they don't gain nothing because they're given, I think, like, <laughs> yes. car wax. Yeah, they're given car wax. Literal 
car wax. That's not that's just the price for the husbands. It's so close to sounding like a joke price. I need to clarify. This is sincerely the price. It's they very get. real. They're like, wash your new car, wax your new car, because you're going to need it, because you're going to have to get a new yeah, wife. because your wife's taking the car. Because <laughs> the pilot episode... Your it, wife's taking the house, wax the car. The pilot episode definitely ends in three divorces. I you think so? Two, two solidly. And then one that's on the rocks. Yes. That's part of why I wish, wish we could figure out, you know, I want like a where are they now. I need oh, to know man. how these episodes impacted each relationship because we don't even know their last names, right? Uh, we do actually, they say their last names. We could have looked up everybody. I did look up oh, one of the, okay. I did look up one mm-hmm. and uh, got some inf- interesting information. So okay. I do have, like, let's hear it. Where are they now? And that is about the Applebee's. Okay. Uh, who uh, were my favorite, one of my favorites of the couples. Uh, it, so they, uh, they stayed together cause she was an actress in I want to say, I want to say it was Israel. I have to relook this up. I'm gonna pause. Oh. What's it called? I realize it doesn't actually matter. But she, basically, they moved to L.A. Mm-hmm. and that was. I think they were just trying to do TV promo for her because in the beginning of the episode, she's doing all this like kind of like dancing stuff. But uh, they have stayed in TV because their daughter is uh, Shiri Appleby, who is in Unreal. She's the lead actress in unreal oh my oh, gosh so it worked out yeah for them. she was in roswell yes roswell yeah. too yes oh okay okay and yeah. her career's launched because her parents were on threes a crowd yeah, absolutely honestly that was if like the that's best amazing yeah if we had, and it looked you see it all of a sudden you're like oh yeah that is absolutely yeah uh so it worked out for one couple why did everyone else do it though? <laughs> no, were they all trying to launch their kids into TV fame? Because she was the only one that seemed like she liked being on TV. She also right. really, yeah, that's that she was, was really like hamming it up. She started nailing, like she was upset, and then she realized what she whenever she could get a good joke in, she would do that instead. And then she was back to being fine with her husband, kind of cheating. Well, then actually, there was one other couple that was in an episode that we're not going to discuss that. It was clear why they were in it because they were pretty open about the oh, fact that they were a throuple. Definitely talking about them. It's not. I watched we... every episode of this show. Yeah. I and was... How many are there? Seven. Okay. I would have watched all. It could have been forty. I would have watched all of them. Right. I was really. I was very in on the. Sh- I, I, I. There's something so fun about like the idea of they're just like blatantly destroying relationships. Yeah. The first. Okay. So they ask these questions to these guys, and the first episode. Uh, the first question they ask is they're like... Well, first they do really weird intros for them. They do like joke... Yeah, they do like the jokey newlywed But they're intro. not even really... Because jo- one episode, one of the intros for a guy was like, Hey, this guy, he, he's got a he's got a St. Bernard with a big appetite. It loves children. <laughs> like, that's the intro for this guy. Right. We're 30 seconds into a primetime television show. Like, hey, this guy's dog eats kids. So large that, that it eats children. Is that a joke or a threat? It is. It's like someone was on acid. No, it's like someone was on cocaine. <laughs> like someone was on cocaine because yeah. that was clearly written by an out of his mind Chuck Paris. I okay. I don't remember exactly what the thing was, but because uh, it's kind of muffled. But the first episode has this guy's a rock claw, and by that I mean he goes. He dresses like a Saint Bernard and eats rocks with his teeth off his driveway. <laughs> <laughs> That's a real intro they gave to a person. Yeah, Chuck Paris was out of his mind. He had to be stopped. Like that's why the network was like, "Yeah, greenlight this so we can fire him." Because if he, if they had this greenlit, is the full result of hubris. Pretty much, like this idea came across their desk, and they could have just been like, "No, come back with another idea," and he would have come back in a week with an idea that worked. You would but, have figured out the cheating idea that worked. I love the idea that Chuck Paris is sitting there being like. Everybody's fucking cheating. Why aren't we talking about it? Right. Yeah. He's like, what's a fun format for a game show in which I can make that extremely clear? (laughs) You're fucking, you're fucking, we're all fucking our secretaries. Yeah. And he came up with three's a crowd. I, I, here's what I do like about it. I am fascinated by it as like a portal into that culture where, I mean, how many men do you know with secretaries now? You know what I mean? It's yeah, like it's, we're not living in like a Don Draper land. It's executive anymore. assistants. That's what they have. They're they're way better paid. 
and they still do marry some of them. Yes, but for sure. But it's not the culture like is shifted. The culture around around work has shifted so much. That being said, I would love to watch the Mad Men episode of Three's a Crowd, <laughs> and it's, <laughs> it's Don, <laughs> Megan, and <laughs> Betty. Yes, absolutely. Oh man! Hey, just make that sketch and put it on TikTok or something, and enjoy a very specific kind of virality. Just Pete with Allison Brie, with Allison Brie and um, uh, Alexis Bledel. Yeah, yeah. Oh my God, I would love that so much. Yeah. Oh, uh, so yeah. The first question they ask in the show, though, literally, honestly, it's all on Daily Motion. Definitely watch this one. Uh, Before they a- ask the question, though, they do introduce the host as the star of Three's a Crowd, which no, he's not. <laughs> <laughs> the star of Three's a Crowd is how uncomfortable it is. Uh, so the first question is literally just when it comes to your wife, when it comes to your secretary sexually. No, no, when it comes to sex with your, your secretary, secretary, sex with your secretary. Are you holding your letting holding you, yourself back or letting yourself go? <laughs> No surprise, all three men answer. They've been holding themselves back. Right. As you have to. Yes. What, like, what, it, what, because you also see it on the first guy's face. Uh, let, maybe we could spoil the whole episode. Uh, the first guy is cheating on his wife with his secretary, barely holding back on it. Mm-hmm. Like, it's so, she is very much like sex potting, like on screen. Like, when she gets on screen, she like starts to just be like, yeah, I thought we were just coming out and let everybody know we were fucking. On right. This. Which is bad gamesmanship. If you want to win the money, <laughs> you need to know. Wh- you're not trying to answer the truth. You're trying to answer what you think he answered. Right. Like, yeah. it's like she doesn't want to win. You must. You, you might well, say she's a cheater. She, yeah. She doesn't want to win the show. <laughs> she, she, she. You think she's just trying to get him divorced so she can get in on that. She wants to win at life. Yeah, This that was a, that was a victory lap for that her. Was a, the whole show was a long con for her. She was looking right past it and thinking... I'm about to score this guy at the screen printing shop. <laughs> She's yeah. the one that pitched Three's a Crowd to Chuck Barris in the first place. <laughs> She's like, listen, Chuck. She had such a cute little voice. Yeah, she did. It was that full like, hi. And the small voice only infuriated the wife even more when she came on the screen. Yeah. Who, oh. The wife got so mad, I stopped remembering that it was the 70s. <laughs> she was so mad. It was like she was here in 2023. She's furious. <laughs> Her anger brought her into the present. Yes. Present. Like, like, cause they, they have to censor her yeah. and they, they, they've clearly designed their censor for like pretty mild curse words. Cause it's a goofy, it's 70s. a goofy little show. So yeah. any, anytime there's a word that they can't say, it's just a little whap, whap sound like, or whatever. Well, it's the one you would be like, Oh, his penis. And yeah. You'd be and like, would, his whap, whap. Yeah. Right. But instead she is full on vitriolically cursing at the secretary every other word is just little bells ringing when she is saying some truly vile things and directed the, at the secretary and the secretary is kind of coquettish and yeah. she kind of like she's completely trolling her yeah oh a thousand percent like yeah. she knew exactly what she was going to do on that show yeah and she started playing a little bit coy and as soon as the cat's out of the bag she's like well i'm in for it now and the guy the the husband stops saying anything <laughs> Like once the secretary and wife are out there, he doesn't say another word. He looks terrified. He just looks as he should. Yeah, he's just wondering who's going to murder him first. I have never seen a man with a gold tooth look less cool. <laughs> By the way, there are two people in this episode missing teeth. Missing teeth, and I guess I forgot that uh, all these dental, all these orthodontic uh, practices were not yeah. as common. No, no. yeah. And definitely not as advanced because everyone's teeth are bad. Very. It is straight up. Full on jack teeth. Every all it's before modern orthodontics. Yeah. Yeah. And you feel it. You definitely feel it. Uh wait, and then we had the guy who was on a boat. Lives on a they boat. Lived on a boat. Lives on a boat. <laughs> and the way that you learn that is that in the I guess it would be the third round, because the wife is there. It's like the last question. Yeah. Yeah. It's right. And when she's Oh, it was where would you, where do you want to make love, but you haven't because your wife won't. No, no, no. It's, that's the other episode. It's oh, I'm last time one. your wife, wife didn't want to make love. What did, what you, did you do? do? What did you make do? Whoopie, make whoopee. Make whoopee, right. Let's, let's be appropriate. And she's like, kids. well, as I'm sure you know, 
we live on a boat. <laughs> and I'm like, none of us knew that. Well, so hold it. Okay, so it's, none I've, of us. I've knew. watched this episode probably now four times. Uh, so I picked up on some weird clues. They, she goes, go You're looking sailing. For hidden, you're looking for hidden oh, messages. Oh, go sailing, right? That's why she would go sailing, because they live on a boat. But I just thought he's a business owner that likes to sail. Of course. That's the thing you should think. That would be the reasonable conclusion. That would be the reasonable conclusion. Thing. Also, it's so much funnier when you think about it, because that means that man went, oh, you're not going to fuck me? Well, then our house is moving. <laughs> <laughs> And then she said the thing that he'd actually done when she <laughs> rejected him was that he said, oh, well, f- well, fine. Then I'm just going to go pick up a woman at a bar. And then he tried to get off the boat and fell into the water <laughs> because he was probably really drunk. We forgot to mention. <laughs> Absolutely the, hammered. We forgot to mention the angry wives first. Aunt. By the way, she's been answering all of her questions furious. Which the first wife, Oh, the first wife, the yes. angry one. But when she gets to the question of uh, what was the thing your husband did last time you refused to sleep with him. She completely deadpans, threatened me. <laughs> oh, yeah, that was actually... Um, <laughs> oh, my God. Because <laughs> it was relaxed. That was actually not funny, but it was so funny. Yeah. <laughs> it was, it was oh, like... Because it was so real. It's someone who had just fully given up on the premise that she was on a game show. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, like, if she could have put her legs up while she said it, like, just to be like, listen, I'll tell you exactly who this man is right yeah. now. Yeah. Because she's like, threatened me and then went, said he could fuck whoever he want, but I know it's bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> like, I get why the secretary and the wife agreed. Because the secretary wants to cause the divorce, and the wife wants to out this guy as a bad guy. Why did he agree? Because he is... Uh, Dumb. He's yeah. a pawn. Yeah. Yeah. He's a pawn with, I guess, no agency. An idiot. It is. It's yeah. There's no other words for like, <laughs> hey, dude, who's fucking your secretary? Would you like to put this under scrutiny? A lot. Of, how much? Uh, well, it will be on a major television network. <laughs> oh, how many channels are there? There's three. There's a one in three chance of people in the country seeing this. Yes. this. I need the deep dive on on them, but I feel like you know. Murder, that could suicide. end. I was going to say that could end really dark. Yeah, I, I I know you could find a documentary about them. It's probably airing on Oxygen once a week. <laughs> and they do reenactments. There's yeah. a co- there's a comic we know in the reenactment. <laughs> just doing, it's just like Matt Richards going ah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we didn't even get on. So there's. Hey guys, if you're enjoying the episode, be sure to check us all out on Instagram. Uh, you can find Pamela Ross at Pam Not Anderson. You can find me at DPIC Comedy. And Daniel Crow at Daniel F. Crow on Instagram. I wanted to say something different because I said that at the beginning, but then it just came out anyway. Anyway, I'm stopping us from listening to this episode <laughs> instead of... Anyway, uh, check out Pamela's uh, show if you're in New York every Tuesday. Just come. It's at Gram Bar. It's great. Or The Gram. The Gram. It's a dive bar. It's very fun. You should go to it. Uh, it's a great show. I'll be there on the August 29th. If you're listening to this, I'll be there every August 29th, no matter when you're listening to this, I will just show up. We'll make it a thing. Um, Oh, uh, TikTok, uh, lit grandma 69 and check out my comedy special goblin King on YouTube. Okay, great. Let's go back to the episode. There's the three couples. The one where the guy is cheating and lying about it. It's active. No, actively private, like actively blatantly cheating. Yeah, a, a secret affair. There's the one in the middle where there's not, not really an affair happening. At all. No, that is. They are like what the show would have eventually become. Is as you're vetting it, you find people who are playfully fun, and then occasionally you find the nutcases that'll just be on TV. And then there's the guy who is having an affair with his secretary. His wife knows, but she kind of doesn't care. She's just like, yeah, we're old. I don't really care about this guy anymore. She, Yeah, they, she's come to terms with clearly they're fucking. Yeah, but the guy's still lying about it. Meanwhile, the wife and secretary think, ah, it's funny. Yeah, it, it is weird how they both kind of just eventually come out with it. She's like, oh, we're just talking about it? Well, then yeah. I've got a lot to say. <laughs> they might have been my favorite couple. The old couple? Yeah. And the secretary missing a tooth? Uh, was she missing a tooth? Yeah, and like the back when she smiled. Oh. <laughs> I'm out there looking for the teeth all the time. <laughs> <laughs>
You're you're like counting. Mm-hmm. You're like one, two. This three. is this is what asexuality is. It's just like oh, I'm gonna look for any imperfections. I'm not interested in fucking them. I just want to. Just want to shame them on our podcast <laughs> that no one's <laughs> listens to. Um, but yeah, I guess we should go over all the questions they ask in the episode. Right. So we've gone over two of them. First one is always the same. No. 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 Are you leaning? Oh, are you? Well, they say that in the no, second episode. No, it's different in every other episodes. Well. I got confused. <laughs> <laughs> it's um. So they're like, "Hey, you try to fuck your secretary." That's the first question. Second is your secretary is going to ask you in the sexiest way possible For... to give you a five dollar a week oh, raise. Right, right, right. Okay. And two of them say no. Technically, that's way more valuable. But than the three hundred and thirty dollars you were going to get from this. Yeah, right. but like two of the two of the guys say no, and their secretaries know they're going to say no. And one's like. I'll say yes, but only because I was planning on giving her a $10 a week raise and you've just saved me money. Why would you admit that on television? That guy, that guy's also giving a $10 raise. That guy was such a push. He was a pushover. Yeah. Like it was just like he uh, nice is not the right. He is nice, but not in like a good way. Do you know what I mean? Like he's just like he was nice for a guy that was born in 1915. Yeah. He's like a doormat. Yeah. He's nice as long as he could kind of do whatever he wanted. And just kind of like sneak around, like yeah, his wife pushed him around. Yeah, his wife immediately started bullying him when she realized that she could. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, immediately. Um, so it's... what did you what did you think of the contestants? Try and ask more questions. They, I just thought <laughs> again, I just thought they were all such stars. Whoever cast <laughs> this, whoever cast this needs re- deserves some kind of recognition. Well, also, good news, they made a biopic about him. <laughs> But was he like personally finding these people? Like I need. I to I'm willing to bet. He, I'm willing to bet they gave him. Like, he was probably there for the auditions. He probably got to final approval on people. Uh, I mean, it is that level of like, uh, the megalomani like it's it's the megalomaniac control thing that mm-hmm. happens where it's like, oh yeah, they're an auteur. They start that you just let them start getting away with whatever they want because they're like a genius who's super competent. Yeah. But then that just goes off the rails because that you just keep pushing boundaries and eventually you run out of ladder. Yeah. Uh, and you make threes a crowd. <laughs> <laughs> um, so then there's the question about last time you tried to make whoopee with your wife and she said no. What did you do? Yeah. Those are, yeah. I, I, th- every question is bad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> every question is just like, hey, are you fucking your secretary? And it's the point is like they're designed to be revealing. So if you know the answer, it shows that you know the person reasonably well. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but they're all just about like fucking but it is like hey as a boss do you go hey my wife won't fuck me so i rolled over in my sleep yeah (laughs) or i went over to fuck my secretary right yeah all of their answers like i watched the game and then the secretary's like yes he came over to my place (laughs) watch the game every (laughs) time um and i think the last question i might be am i forgetting a question but whatever the last question is physically if you could replace one thing on your wife with one thing from your secretary what would it be Mm mm-hmm and the guys all try to answer as innocently as possible. But that's so much yeah. more dangerous. They try to like dance around. One says eyes. One says height. One tries to say smile. And they say you can't say smile. So he says lips. Because he's like, like smile. It's lips. Yeah. But also important detail. They're like, first of all, we're switching the racks immediately. Yeah. Just get rid of your wife's old garbage boobs. We're bringing in the new secretary boobs. You can't say boobs. Yeah. Right. Which is weird because that's uh, is that too easy of a trap? Was the assumption that they would all answer boobs and Probably, they wanted to yeah. just like head it off at the pass? <laughs> but that's a weird one for that to be the one assumption they made during the show. Yeah, they're like, first of all, we gotta we gotta not do tits because we've pulled a hundred men and they've all said tits. But then the secretaries get a chance to answer and they all say like uh, hips. No, they match on eyes. One, yeah, one eyes of them was does right. get a match. One yeah. says hips. I can't remember what the last one says. Uh, Tukis? Does she say Tukis? No, Tukis was uh, oh, the wife. Oh, it's a blonde okay. one. No, that was the wife answer. Oh, okay, yeah. Uh, I forget. It's... Uh... Anyway, the, the secretaries all go for something pretty flattering for themselves that would be taken. And then the wives come in and go scorched earth. Oh, and okay. one of the, the very uh, rightfully angry woman goes, I don't know. He doesn't like women that look like a whore or cow. A cow. Yeah. So I don't know. I guess I'd have to go with her feet. which then starts a big fight between the two of them that goes on for a while yeah she's like oh you wish you looked like me it's just a full jerry 
It is a prequel yeah. to Jerry Springer. She's like, God didn't make a mistake. She basically was like, God packaged me correctly. Like, yeah, God, <laughs> oh, God knew what he was doing when he it made me. so great. So it just cuts between the two of them yelling at each other and then every now and then a shot of the husband looking mortified. <laughs> like, <laughs> Completely I can't silent. <laughs> How did he think this was going to play out? Yeah. And, and he... And then they just kind of move on. Yeah, they move. He, the host said after like three minutes, like, all right, let's go to the other group. And you can still hear them arguing. <laughs> They've just turned down their microphones as much as possible. And those two are still arguing. <laughs> and then they cut to the next wife who. The, I think, I one, think that might have caused the divorce because she was like, oh, that's when Tuckus came in. Yeah. She's, She's playing around. They've been they've been nailing it the whole show. They have, mm-hmm. They've fully been invested in like. They're doing playful answers. It's all fun. It's all flirty, but it's cute. It's, oh, they have the answer where she's like, he's actually been holding himself back because he keeps telling me about this fantasy that he has. Oh, he yeah. Fucks both of us in the be- uh, the boardroom. Oh, right. Well, I, I'm over one shoulder. She's over the other shoulder. So that's a weird three. So it's weird. The wife just brings up the threesome fantasy that yeah. he has. Right. Because they still have to work together. But then <laughs> she finds out she answered eyes and it actually hurts her. Oh, yeah. She's like, oh, what about my eyes? Do you not like? And really, yeah. what they're all what I think they're trying to say is like, they're like, oh, she has nice eyes. My secretary has nice eyes. Yeah. Uh, but all she hears is every time you look at my eyes, you're thinking about your secretary's eyes. <laughs> <laughs> but then it gets to the last husband wife, or the, the wife, again, just continuing the tradition of the meanest answer possible to the secretary he just looks and goes, I don't know her ears. No, worse than that. First of all, she's like, I like my chest. Yeah. <laughs> I don't need her fucking shitty ass secretary chest. I yeah. like what I got. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I guess ears. Fine. Make me pick. That yeah, they were it was weird though, because honestly, what I think was making her the most mad is that they were talking about it publicly. Yeah. You know what's weird? I just realized he answered smile to the one that was missing a tooth. <laughs> her teeth. That's what it, That would have been terrifying if any yeah. of them answered her teeth. That's why she's missing a tooth. He stole one while she was sleeping. He just collects teeth. So, Betty, has Don been holding back or letting go with the secretary? <laughs> I'm just picturing Don, like Betty Draper trying to answer any of these questions. Yeah. Uh, was um, I honestly I really liked the last wife a lot. She was she was a lot. She like once she realized that she was like, oh, we're just talking about how much you actively rave about your secretary now. Well, now I get to let off some baggage. Yeah. Also, she just kind of admitted to casually jerking off to Johnny Carson. Right? Did we all yes, catch that? She did say okay. That. Oh, when she was like, uh, had a glass. Of, she gave had him a glass. Two Advil. Had a glass after he turned her down for sex. Right. Yeah, because she says she never turns it down. He's the one that doesn't want to. She's oh, she was like, I'm the aggressor. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, she's like, oh, I, he's always so tired from when Shirley wants to hang out. <laughs> and yeah, she's like, I got a glass of wine and uh, settle down into Johnny Carson. <laughs> Those yeah. are just, that is weird. Yeah, people, there, also pornography wasn't like nearly as much of a thing in that time. So people were just casually jerking off to the news. Someone was to three's a crowd. Yeah, me. (laughs) Someone, there was like a preteen somewhere who saw three's a crowd and then had a threesome fantasy so strongly from that point forward. Three's a crowd is the reason everyone's polyamorous nowadays. (laughs) We've all learned our lesson. (laughs) I want to date both. They seem nice. But so then after those are all the questions and the first episode ends with a great line from the host. We'll see you next week if we're still here. <laughs> like he expects to get canceled after one episode. You can. So we watch this one and then obviously none of these are rated. Uh, no. Any episode we wanted to give an IMDb rating would become the top rated episode. Uh, so we just went with uh, episode six or episode seven. seven. Your favorite as the world's biggest three is a crowd fan. <laughs> I might be. Yeah. Certainly not Chuck Barris. He hates the show probably. It, well, he's dead. So. R.I.P. <laughs> yeah. It could it, three's a crowd couldn't save him from this. Uh, from dying. Yeah. But he lives on forever in our hearts. Yeah. Um, so uh, episode seven, you notice immediately the host is significantly drunker. 
There's a lot of long pauses where people just give their answer. He doesn't say anything and then just goes, okay. <laughs> and just moves on. <laughs> yep. Because he could feel them also just like mess up answers, essentially. Yeah. There's uh, this episode's got a guy who kind of looks like like a pro like Frankenstein's teenage son. <laughs> yeah, that's the best way I can describe. It. Like he's got an afro. Yeah, the fro. The fro is huge, but it is full Frankenstein features. The rest of him, uh, and then like a dude from the Middle East named Johnny Appleby, who yeah. rules. Uh, he uh, also I it, it felt like a made up name until you looked at it spelled, and then it's like oh that's just a weird version of it. But it did look like a guy who was like, I'm, it looked like a Yakov Smirnoff style Instead name. of Johnny Appleseed? No, just Applebee's. Like, that's yeah. a popular place. Well, I don't think it was at the time. You're right. That makes sense. I was using the wrong lens. The secretary really helped him make it a big chain. Yeah. His media company. Yep. And uh, what's the last guy? Oh, the most, like, New York Jewish dude or LA yeah. Jewish, like... And the first question on that episode is like, hypothetically, if, you know, you divorced your wife and married your secretary. Where are you moving? Which, yeah, that's only dangerous if you match. Yeah. Otherwise, it's pretty like it's pretty innocuous. I'm going to give spoilers for this episode. Yeah. Oh, there's only one match at any point. <laughs> this this round, this game ends zero to one in favor of the wives. It's truly soccer yeah, rules. Yeah, this one was very chaotic. <laughs> yeah, the first episode ended like 5-6 in favor of the wives. Yeah, people kind of guessed. But there were a lot more binary answers. It was a lot more like yes or no kind of thing. So you could. Yeah. Like letting himself go, holding himself back, did a lot of weight in that first episode. Yeah, yeah very true. Uh, but this one, yeah, very no matches at all. Uh, and partially from people just not like a romantic getaway. Where would you go? Unless you fully talked about it. Yeah. So all the guys, they answer oh, Tel Aviv, <laughs> San Diego, and Denver. Yeah. San Diego is funny because it, 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 they film in LA. So he's like, oh, you're going to drive an hour with your secretary yeah. south. Cool. And then the secretaries all answer uh, pretty romantic places. Very like romantic like getaways. Tahiti. Paris, New York City. And really, one of them was because Private Island doesn't count as a city. Yeah. They had multiple people had trouble with the just answering a specific city. <laughs> yeah, one, yeah. One said California. The wife. She's like, California. <laughs> it's like, um, man. Also, I love that she knows her husband so well because uh, that's the third wife with uh, the very New York Jew guy who she's just like. I don't know. He'd probably just stay in L.A. <laughs> and I, I believe the answer is, yeah, they were L.A., Houston, and then one wife said, it better be like a war-torn country. <laughs> it was in Israel, yeah. 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 It was like Karachi. Or Karachi, yeah. I don't know. It's somewhere like, yeah. Just in the Middle East. Middle East. Because, yeah, she was just, uh, what was it? She didn't get the game for the first two questions. Right. She very much thought she was on, like, the newlyweds game. She had more fun than anyone else ever had playing the game, though. Except for that other episode where it was clearly a throuple who were pretty open about that fact. Yeah, once they realized that's what the game was, they were all like, I guess we're just doing this. Then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we all fucked it. They know I'm fucking... Yeah, my wife knows I'm fucking my secretary. She watches. <laughs> She's in. Yeah. I can't... Yeah, that guy literally... It was it was wild to watch because by the end of it, his arm's just around both of them. He's kissing them both. It's so weird. <laughs> like, literally, he kisses he kisses them both and then the guy... Go, uh, the host goes, whoa, let's do that again. And then he just does it again. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, everybody can see this. They... That one... I forget what the question is, but it was like, what is... Uh, oh, what is like a centimeter off on your wife? And... Uh, Literally all three of them answered different versions of saying the wife's pussy. Really? Yeah. Okay. Including that... the wife. <laughs> but they all use different euphemisms and the show doesn't accept it. <laughs> that would not have been my go-to. I'm going to be honest. I would have just said like belly button or something. Well, one person says like a, like a, like a, like an actual scar, which is a safe. And then one person like says their brain. <laughs> it's like my wife's brain is a little off. That's like that. <laughs> <laughs> This whole show, honestly, it's worth watching. It's all on Daily Motion. <laughs> Not stop. Uh, I'm surprised you didn't watch an hour long documentary about Three's a Crowd. There wasn't one. I would have. I would have watched. Every, I will watch everything about this. I watched the watch alongs, 
that some other dudes did, <laughs> where it's just two dudes watching the show, and I was like, yeah, I'll watch it again with you guys. Hopefully they listen to the podcast. Oh, my God. I hope they watch them watching the show while listening to the podcast. You want them to react to the podcast episode? Yes. Yes. It's going to be so meta when they reacted to this part of the podcast. They'll be like, whoa, they're talking about us. That's crazy. And now they're going to react to the part where they reacted to that part. Whoa, and it's a never-ending never <laughs> cycle. Oh, my God. This is wild. Are they talking about us? <laughs> What's their name? I don't remember. Shout out to those guys. They watch, they're watch. they watching bad TV shows online. People okay. are making them do it. Okay. So far, this is the only overlap we've had. Yeah. I know you're worried. I'm very worried. Uh, anyway, the questions from the episode we were discussing, episode seven. Okay, yes. Uh, weirdest, things you ha- weirdest thing you've had in your pants? <laughs> yeah. One guy says a salamander right. doesn't elaborate. He also goes, my wife and uh, secretary aren't going to get this. Which is not how the game works. <laughs> but he answered honestly. I guess. He yeah. genuinely thought the salamander was the weirdest thing. Which probably. But, yeah. But also... He then gets mad when they don't know the answer. Yeah. He acts like it's the most obvious thing in the world that they would guess. Every question. Salamander. I'm like. He gets mad every time the secretary doesn't get a question right. He doesn't understand the game. <laughs> He's just like, ugh. <laughs> just every time. He's very, very Jewish. He would get mad when the secretary wouldn't answer. Yeah, well, like you don't want them to get it right. That's the point of the game. You want to stay married at the end of it. Well, but. Okay, but the man, okay, the man doesn't win either way because it's either the wives or the secretaries win. Technically, Technically. if the wives win, he gets in on that $300. <laughs> they have to share the $330. Well, like they, if they have a joint bank account. Yeah, because women weren't allowed to have bank accounts yeah. that bad. Oh, right. <laughs> Everything about like the logistics and economics... And like the practical realities of this game are so maddening to me. Yeah, it's almost like a guy on a lot of coke made this show. Like, like a crazy person addicted come, to cocaine. How come nobody's talking about how we're all fucking our secretaries? Yeah. We should make a game show about it. That's how blatant it was. It's like if they had just made a show like that was like in the 50s being like, we're going to try and get these black kids into school. Watch. Sneak. Oh my God. <laughs> like, Jesus. Like that's what cut, I'm saying. Like, cut that out and let's try a different line right there. Let's <laughs> cut that one out and do do a different joke, David, all right? Let's do an alt. Hey guys. First of all, don't go don't go further back than the nineties, please. <laughs> Give me an like, example from the nineties. Give me like a radio play where everybody's like, We're gonna work who can nail these railroad pegs the fastest. Shh, yeah, fine. Okay. We'll settle for that. <laughs> that's actually the alternate title for this podcast is we'll settle for that <laughs> i mean we could just use work it the show where they had cross-dressing dudes in 2013 yeah i remember that one yeah it, yeah we got into a deep philosophical discussion about what work it meant on television at the time <laughs> the we, premise was that they were like these all these ladies in the workforce are they're taking our jobs so then so they, they cross-dress yeah, yeah. basically that wow. was 100%. You just, in one sentence. So Love that's it. why there should be an episode of Three's a Crowd where a guy cross dresses as a secretary <laughs> so that he can like try to win money because he knows his friend really well. <laughs> <laughs> or a guy who wants to go on the show, he doesn't have a secretary. <laughs> so he just has his friend dress up as his secretary. Yeah. Yeah, I guess you could just ask any woman. To pretend to be your secretary. Well, I mean, maybe. I mean, or we a man. We assume there is no kind of verification in the casting process. <laughs> yeah, it was it a would, lot of. It would actually be really funny if there was a guy that had, like, a guy come on as a secretary and they didn't know what to do with all the questions. What do you like? He just they were like, yeah, because oh. they, they would ask the same questions, <laughs> but the guy was just like, man, I don't know. <laughs> that would be funny if the guy knew all the answers though, because they just had bro talk all yeah. the time. They're like, yeah, they keep trying to fuck on the kitchen table, but he is. Oh, yeah, that was one let. of the questions in this episode. It was, where's the one place you want to make whoopee that your wife won't let you? And one guy gave us too much insight into his psyche, and he said, in a bathtub full of jello. And he said it with, with real darkness in his voice. <laughs> he didn't say it like, oh, wouldn't this be like a fun little joke? Like, He's like yeah, his voice. Like a little bit of frivolity. Like, no, he was taking it very seriously. <laughs> yeah. Just full gravel in his tone, too, as he's just like, a bathtub full of jello. 
like, <laughs> um, to, his, to the point where his secretary was like, gross. Yeah, yeah. she's right. <laughs> and then, right. then another guy said in a crowded theater, and then he looked right at the camera and went, that's just the kind of guy I am. <laughs> so an exhibitionist? Yeah. That's what I, you're saying, sir? I date hot actresses, and we fuck in crowded theaters. <laughs> was the implication that it was an adult movie theater? No. No, no. They, they were there during a showing of Star Wars. <laughs> gotcha. Uh, no, Star Wars hadn't come out yet. What year was this? The seventies. It was early. It was like, wasn't it like nineteen seventy? I, I thought this was late seventies. Maybe it was late seventy. I thought it was like the first. Okay, because Barris had been successful for a long time, and then this ruined. The, the, it brought about at, his ruin. It was the I destruction mean, yeah. of Barris. It it's the, like a notable show in the history of television at that point. Yeah, because it is just the thing that where everybody went. Oh yeah. Okay, we can take him down now. <laughs> this is the hit show. Yeah. Has there ever, what are other versions of this? Have there ever been other versions of this where people have like had um yeah, there like films that just like kill directors' careers. Albums oh, yeah. that are so bad that artists can never recover. Oh, 1979. I got it confused. I thought it was Yeah, Star Wars has come out by this point. But okay, so Fun 70... fact, release first episode released on my birthday. Oh, dude, no wonder you love it so much. So, but it is 79, so Star Wars isn't in theaters anymore. So he wants to make Whoopi in a crowded theater of Apocalypse Now. <laughs> <laughs> it's in theaters, and that's what he wants to do. And that's why they're shouting the horror, the horror. Yeah. Which I was shouting at the screen the first time I watched these episodes. <laughs> um, and look, then the show just ends one to nothing. The wives win. Do you want to give your we fun didn't, We fact? didn't say about the point. Oh, the one point? Yeah, where the point was Oh, scored. yeah. What was the question being... What was the one thing, like the weirdest thing that happened when you and your secretary were engaged in a light romantic moment? Yeah. And the only point anyone gets in the whole episode is one guy says, one time I fell in my chair, my legs up, and then my secretary started having a seizure or whatever. <laughs> yeah. He uses the word spastic. Spastic. Yeah. Which is key. And she, when they get to the secretary, that's not her answer. She's like, I think I- uh, A button popped. A button popped- Right off my pants, and, and yeah. then and then they say his answer, and she goes, "Oh yeah, that did happen." She goes, "Oh yeah, when you fell off your chair and I got spastic." Yeah, <laughs> she knew exactly the moment. The exact they don't, moment. They don't elaborate, but then they get to the wife, and she's like, "Probably that time he fell out of his chair with his legs right up, and then she started getting spastic." And they're like, "Yep, there's a point for you. Would you like to elaborate?" No. Okay, it's only the deciding factor in this episode. It's like. I love, by the way, how caught up you are on that it's still a game show. <laughs> it is, because I told you this last night before we recorded this, but the way I got through this episode was by imagining how each trio would do as a team on Only Connect. <laughs> that is, uh, <laughs> it is a British, really complicated game show. It's a show. very difficult game oh, show. Oh, okay. Very uh, difficult. Yeah. No, I don't think any of them would do very well. No, on they would not Connect. do well. Yeah. The threesome couple, though, might have a chance. Yeah, because they know how to work as a unit. But also, They've already connected. <laughs> they fully connected. Yeah. They might not be good at the game, so because it's a lot of trivia and they're clearly busy fucking each other. Yeah. Can we turn this into an episode about Only Connect? No. Uh-huh. I'm on- I only want to talk about Three's a Crowd. I'd we're- like to talk about Only Connect, even though it's a very good show that I we're love. Gonna, we're going to stop doing the next episode. We're just going to do another Three's a Crowd no! episode. We could do up to Our next guest is already here waiting. Hello. And he's going to do Three's a Crowd with us. Okay. <laughs> I have a gun. We're doing Three's a Crowd. <laughs> But I think you need to tell our fun fact about uh, one of the couples in this episode. We didn't really get into why you loved this couple so much. So go ahead and tell. Wait, which one? The one that you just showed us on the screen. Yeah, the rest of them ended up in murder-suicides. But that one specifically ended up pretty oh. well. Wow, that's going to be a weird edit. <laughs> I had forgot you had already said something in the episode. Forgive me, everybody. I was like, what more fun facts do I have? Okay, uh, so now... Uh, you know well, there's works. one fun fact. There is one episode that we didn't really discuss where a guy looks like a Geico caveman. Is that a fun fact? He's very hairy. Is that a fact? It's a fact that <laughs> he's very hairy. I guess it's a fact that he's hairry. He's very hairy. He's That's your an suit. opinion. You don't yeah. know. He could be, it could be just here. Oh, you think that was just makeup? for? No, the... but he could be hairy here and just smooth all the you way down. You could tell from his eyebrows, though. Those were thick eyebrows. It could be like a Brett Gelman situation where he's just like a baby all right. seal. All right. That's actually just from a movie I realize now. He's probably pretty hairy. <laughs> anyway, this is the part where we recommend a show or say what we would improve. Oh, no, both. Yeah. You know how this works. You, yeah. Okay. So here's how I would improve uh, Three's a Crowd. Okay. You take the team of three. Yes. 
and you give them a series of four clues. And at the end of the four clues, you say, how are these four related? And that's round one. Now, see, round two. <laughs> I'm, describing I'm describing only, only connect. connect. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm describing only connect. So it would be better if it was a, a proper game I was like, that's a really show. good idea. You should watch only <laughs> connect. It would make everything more cohesive. Yeah. Actually, the, the New York Times just introduced a new game called Connections, which just rips off one of the rounds from only connect. Interesting. New York Times, you only connect some money. You're on notice. You're on notice, New York Times. Yeah. And not just because you employ Andy Borowitz. <laughs> Call back to the last episode. Yeah. No, you're right. That's New Yorker, New Yorker. shit. Never mind. Now it's a real callback. <laughs> um, how would you improve Three's a Crowd? I think I want to see people actively doing cocaine on screen. Yeah. <laughs> you want them? You because want drugs available? If anything, I think it would just... It's the context we need to make sense of the show. <laughs> I would... Yeah, no. Like, there's just a table... Up on the front and on top of it, there's just several drugs. Like there's cocaine and booze and weed and like different pills you could take. I assure yeah, you that wh- that was backstage. But anytime you got nervous or you had anxiety about the answers or whatever, you could just walk up there and just no questions asked, take some of the drugs. Right. And how would you, I'm uh, assuming you would not improve it in any way. Oh, uh, add more people to each team. <laughs> Just more secretaries, ex-girlfriends. More people who work there, or just work at the place they're at. <laughs> just add more people to it. I want it messier. I just want more. I want it to be like fives just enough. We need to see a, a mother-in-law yeah. Oh, yeah. get introduced. <laughs> a surprise mother-in-law. They were like, guess who's also fucking? Actually, yeah. Like, We're not that long after the graduate. That would have been in the zeitgeist. <laughs> Listen, just get Hall and Oates in there, double teaming one of the wives. Hall and Oates? Mrs. Robinson? Simon and Garfunkel. God damn it. <laughs> We're really firing on all cylinders today, folks. These are all the cylinders I have. So uh, shows that you would recommend instead of Three's a Crowd. Uh, other episodes of Three's a Crowd. It's a masterpiece. Oh, yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, my gosh. I'll recommend the other two. Which yeah, is, yeah, is so good and was, I think the first, well, I mean, it's all on HBO Max yeah. and it's great. It's very funny. It's a great, I, I like any kind of showbiz satire. So it is a deep satire of show business that it's so much fun. It's so funny. And so it's weird that it got things right. That then came true like directly after. Yeah. Like the globby thing. It's a little like 30 rock in that way. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Go ahead. If you'd like to watch a game show with teams of three, watch Only Connect. Oh, yeah. We should have seen that one coming. I really... <laughs> I'm going to work on BoJack Horseman, which has a, a game show in it that's uh, very good and uh, really gets down to the soul of what it means to be a human. Yeah. Much like Much like Three's a Crowd. I guess also watch Confessions of a Dangerous Mind. It's a film, but if you are interested by Only Connect, you'll probably be interested in the life of noted lunatic Chuck Barris. And uh, watch these couples have sex. Uh, afterwards, as I snuck down to their old <laughs> folks' homes, they're all still together, actually. Yeah. The game show is a lie. I don't really know how to end this 